of the Good for Baseball podcast. Hall of Fame results are in. So that's what we're going to look forward to because nothing is happening in free agency still. Scott Boris has the entire league held hostage. Joey Gallo signed with the Washington Nationals for one year, $5 million. I have some opinions on that because I wish he kind of I kind of wish the Blue Jays took a different approach from Kevin Kiermeyer, even though I love him. Especially when I see that Joey Gallo, who would have fit in nicely in left field so Varshall can play center, at half the price of Kiermeyer. Now, that doesn't mean he would have accepted a $5 million a year offer from the Blue Jays, but if you made it 6 7 maybe $8 million, still lower than Kiermaier. And you get a guy who has a potential to hit 30 home runs for you, which is what the Blue Jays need. And he's pretty good defensively. And you have him in left field. You have Varsho in center. And at the at the at worst it's an op- offensive improvement over Kiermaier. And defensively, I think the Blue Jays would be fine still. But nothing is happening in free agency. Scott Boris is trying to milk as much money as he possibly can for Blake Snell and Cody. I mean, Cody Bellinger hasn't even been in the news. I, you know, all the reports say that he's probably going to end up with the Cubs. But that's based off of nothing, really. But the Hall of Fame results are in. And we have Hall of Famers now. Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton, Joe Maurer are your Hall of Famers. For 2024, Adrian Beltre, like sneaky, incredible career, at least for me personally, I'm sorry if you knew he was him this entire time, because I started watching baseball in the late 90s, and I, I obviously know who Adrian Beltre is, and he was around for a very long time of my baseball watching life, and he was always a very good player. But his overall numbers are just incredible. And he's a two-time Platinum Glove winner. But his overall numbers, 286 average, very good. 477 home runs, almost at the 500. Right, And we don't look at Adrian Beltre as like an all-time power hitter. But he's right there. And I'm looking at B-War, and I know people don't like B-War, but 93.5 is... Pretty incredible. And then 3,100 hits, almost 3,200 hits. So no doubt Hall of Famer. Good for him. Todd Helton got 79 point. Well, Adrian Beltre got 95.1% of the vote. So not even a question. Todd Helton, I think it was his uh, sixth season on the ballot, 79.7%. Todd Helton's numbers are really good. I think he was a, what was he, a 316 
career header. Sorry for all the typing, but now I'm curious. He was a, yeah, 316 career hitter. I, I looked it up a, a couple hours ago. I just wasn't sure if it was him or Larry Walker that were 316 because I also looked up Larry Walker being a Canadian Hall of Famer. Very good numbers. I mean, the, the Colorado thing gets held against everybody. And obviously it was held against, uh, against Todd Helton. Took him half a decade to get into the Hall of Fame. But the numbers are really good. You know, it's fine. Todd Helton. I'm I'm fine with Todd Helton being a Hall of Famer. When I think back at the history of baseball, is Todd Helton one of those names that automatically pop up for me? I'm like, oh my God, yeah, of course. He defined an era. He's an important part of an era. Not really, but sure. Joe Maurer is getting a lot of, I don't want to say hate, but hesitation online. For his induction, and it's almost, it's he's being used as like a unfortunate example to complain about other guys not making the Hall of Fame, which is unfair to Joe Maurer. Joe Maurer, unless I'm forgetting somebody, was by far the best hitting catcher of his generation. I guess Buster Posey would be up there. And Buster Posey will for sure be a Hall of Famer. But Joe Maurer is <laughs> like, a, like an all-time all -time hitter, especially at the position. And we have to be, we have to look at it from a position basis, which I'm going to get into a little bit further when I talk about Billy Wagner not making the Hall of Fame. But Joe Maurer deserves it. I'm actually surprised with the amount of pushback that Joe Maurer's gotten for making it on the first ballot. Maybe it's because it's the first ballot. But for me, he was a first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, not the longest career. I mean, 15 years is a long time, but like in terms of his peak, not the longest peak, but he had like a, I don't know, Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine year stretch. Like seven to nine year stretch where he was Joe Maurer. Just great defender, but best hitting catcher of my lifetime. Of my lifetime, right? I'm talking about mid to late 90s until now. You know, Posada, very good hitting catcher. Again, Buster Posey. But Joe Maurer deserves it. No complaints. Billy Wagner didn't make it. Now, Billy Wagner is one of the best relievers of all time, one of the best closers of all time. I don't get it. I don't understand the thought process of the baseball writer sometimes when you don't put him in. And not only Billy Wagner, but then I see like John Franco's not in the Hall of Fame, which surprised me. I never really thought of it before. But then when I looked at the save leaders, I think uh, – Billy Wagner is number six all time. And especially in today's era, you would think the baseball writers looking at the game today where the closer position seems more important than ever before. 
there's such an emphasis on a bullpen. And who's your ninth inning guy? Like how many guys are there that you can trust? Look at the money that these closers are getting now. Edwin Diaz and Josh Hader. Because the importance of the closer is huge. And and Wagner's one of the greatest ever. And he's not in the Hall of Fame. It's crazy to me. He'll make it next year, I, I would imagine. But come on, man. Come on, based off the closer position. If we're going based off the position, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. And he didn't make it. I'm surprised Carlos Beltran didn't make it. Uh, I don't know if it has to do with the Houston thing, maybe. But if it has to do with the Houston thing, then I'm surprised he reached nearly 60% of the vote to begin with. And if it's not the Houston thing, how is he not a Hall of Famer? I think Andrew Jones is a... I think Andrew Jones should be a Hall of Famer. He's like a 260 hitter. And I know average doesn't mean that much anymore. He's one of the best defensive center fielders of all time. And he hit for goddamn power. Andrew Jones should be a Hall of Famer. But he's not. Gary Sheffield, really good career. He he was the main reason why Joe Maurer was getting flack. It's like, well, if Joe Maurer made it, how come? How could Gary Sheffield not make it? I don't. Know, again, I kind of get it from the from a positional standpoint. Joe Maurer, best hitting catcher of his generation, plus a great defender. Of course, he's a Hall of Famer because as a catcher. He's all time. He's elite. Gary Gary Sheffield's an outfielder. He'll make the Hall of Fame, and I know it's not a popular opinion to have, but again, we're going positionally, and Gary Sheffield, he was a very good outfielder. There were better outfielders than him, you know. Quite a few better outfielders than Gary Sheffield throughout his career. There weren't many better catchers than Joe Maurer at any point. I can tell you that right now. And then Alex Rodriguez and Manny, Manny Ramirez. Whatever. At this point, like at this point, it's become a joke. <laughs> Alex Rodriguez is. You you can make an argument he's a he's the best player of his generation. He's one of the greatest players ever. Ever. Doesn't matter. You can go back to 1909. Alex Rodriguez is one of the greatest players ever. Should have been a first bout. I don't care. Like the It's so overblown, man. All that stuff with the Yankees. And the suspension. And David, I love David Ortiz. Obviously, David Ortiz is a Hall of Famer. But if you come on, like, where's the consistency? If David Ortiz is in the Hall of Fame, like, I had read the explanation as to why his steroid use is is okay, David Ortiz's. I remember reading it and going, all right, that's definitely a justification. <laughs> but 
but it doesn't somehow absolve him from what he did if you're going to hold it against A-Rod and Manny Ramirez. And again, A-Rod, it's a I mean, I'm not going to get into even the Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens aspect of it, where they... <laughs> Barry Bonds, legitimately in the argument for greatest baseball player ever. More so than Alex Rodriguez. Roger Clemens, legitimately in the argu- argument for greatest pitcher ever. They're each top five, for sure. And they're not in the Hall of Fame because they use steroids. Allegedly. It's allegedly at this point. Like, obviously, Barry Bonds used steroids, but did he ever test positive? No. Is he more guilty than David Ortiz? Actually, is he? No. But David Ortiz is a Hall of Famer, and he should be, and so should Barry Bonds, and so should Roger Clemens, and so should Alex freaking Rodriguez and Manny Ramirez. I hate I hate this part of the Hall of Fame voting so much. Right, ba- the Basketball Hall of Fame is a joke. Everybody gets in. The Football Hall of Fame is wonderful. I don't know too much about the Hockey Hall of Fame. And the Baseball Hall of Fame should be wonderful. There's a lot of wonderful things about it. I like that it's picky. I like that it's generally picky. And the Football Hall of Fame is picky. And it should be. Because the Hall of Fame should be, when we think about, it's it's all historical. When we think about a period of time of that sport, do we have to mention you to tell the story? With all due respect to Todd Helton, I don't feel like you need to mention Todd Helton. I'm not upset that he's a Hall of Famer, but you don't need to mention... The standards, if you're going based off like the highest standards, let's just say you have to be a, a an incre- like a crucial part of the story, the mainstream Hollywood script part of the story of the of the league. Then how is Alex Rodriguez not a Hall of Famer and Manny Ramirez, but Todd Helton is, and David David Ortiz David Ortiz is. Greatest designated hitter of all time. With some of the greatest playoff moments ever. But steroids. If that's the argument, then how is David Ortiz in the Hall of Fame? And if the argument is, well, the steroids is... I mean, with Alex Rodriguez and Manny Ramirez and Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens, the only argument is the steroids. There's no other reason why you'd ever keep him out. But then you put in Todd Helton, and I just go, what are we doing? Again, no offense to Todd Helton, but like, what are we doing at that point? Why are you lying to yourself? Why do you get a vote? What did Alex Rodriguez get? 34.8%. Are you telling me two-thirds of the baseball writers are so just... So just out of touch. Two-thirds. 
Are you that stubborn? Like, what are we waiting for? Love the Hall of Fame for baseball, and at the same time, I I hate it so much too. Because there's glaring omissions. It's just like get get it out of the way, get those guys in, and then I won't have such a sour taste in my mouth about the whole process. Just get the guys in that deserve to be in. Like, what, I don't understand what we're waiting for. It's too late for Barry and, and Roger. They're not on the ballot anymore. But it cheapens the whole experience. And I love it. It's it's like the Oscars. I remember always loving the Oscars. It was a big deal. The historical component is important to me. Right? So if you got your second or third Oscar nomination, like you're one of the greatest actors ever. Because not many get two, three four nominations now obviously that's very subjective and I get that but baseball is objective the history of it is so important and what are we doing just we're going to pretend Barry Bonds didn't exist like literally the last peak moment for baseball just all time. Everybody cared about it. Whatever you were watching at the time, it would it would stop and they would go to Barry Bonds to show you his at bat because he was chasing history. Baseball hasn't been relevant like that since Barry Bonds. And we're going to pretend he doesn't exist. We're going to punish him because he did, allegedly, what everyone else was doing. And instead of being one of the best baseball players ever, he became <laughs> superhuman. He was already a Hall of Famer. It's just that when he started taking steroids, allegedly, he became something we'll never see again. <laughs> he was incredible. And we're going to pretend he didn't happen. That's what you're doing by not putting him in the Hall of Fame. Alex Rodriguez. When he signed with Texas, I just remember the sports world stopping. Not only because of the size of the contract, but like Alex Rodriguez, he's going to Texas. He's leaving Seattle. And oh my God, look at the money he signed for. And then he goes to Texas and you know what he does? He earns the contract. And he's Alex Rodriguez and he's better than ever. And you know what happens after that? His career kind of starts after that. Like that's the that's the weirdest part. Because the Alex Rodriguez we all remember, which on its own was a Hall of Fame career. His career with the Yankees that was a Hall of Fame career. And we forget about the years in Seattle and Texas almost, which are all time years. But we think of Alex Rodriguez as a Yankee. At least I do. The Texas part is really important. The Seattle part is really important. But he's Alex Rodriguez. As controversial as a New York Yankee as, as there's ever been. 
And after his 10-year, $250 million contract with Texas, he gets another 10-year, 250-plus. I think it's $275 million at that point. Extension with the Yankees. That's how good he was. He got two 10-year contracts over $250 million. Guys now, when they sign their 10-year contract, that's it. There isn't a single guy in baseball right now who is even sniffing signing a 10-year, the equivalent of like a $350, $400 million contract now, and then getting on top of that another 10-year, $350, $400 million contract. Like maybe Juan Soto will if he can opt out after whatever amount of years. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, Alex Rodriguez's contract was <laughs> eight years after. So, like eight years after he signed his initial ten-year contract is when he signed his next big contract. God, what a career. I forget what I'm... I'm just angry now. I forget what I'm even talking about. <laughs> but Alex Rodriguez... Jesus. His last year in Texas was 27 years old. Three years with Texas. Three seasons. And he hit 156 home runs. And then with the Yankees, he has an entire Hall of Fame career on its own. 12 years with the Yankees, 351 home runs with a 900 OPS, 283 average, and a World Series and two MVPs. That's what he did with the Yankees. And before that, before he went to the Yankees, which was a Hall of Fame career on the Yankees alone, he played 10 years between Seattle and Texas and hit over 300 home runs with them and an average above 300 and an OPS in the mid-900s. But we're not going to put him in a Hall of Fame because he was an asshole and he lied and he tried to save his reputation because he saw what happened to people like Barry Bonds who did so much for the game and all the writers who used Barry Bonds to get attention to get some notoriety to have their voice heard they rode Barry Bonds into the ground and then they acted holier than now and try to erase him from, from baseball. Those same writers who loved covering A-Rod, loved covering those contracts, and going, look at A-Rod, oh, look what, that's how much money's in baseball. We got a star here. They loved covering him. Loved everything about him. And then they didn't hesitate to throw him under the bus. It's gross. 
it's really gross. And so it kind of puts a damper on the whole Hall of Fame thing, which is a shame. Because I love Joe Maurer and Adrian Beltre and Todd Helton are going to be immortalized this summer. And for me and for at least a few of you, we have a sour taste in our mouth because the Hall of Fame is a bit of a joke. And it shouldn't be. You let these guys in and you know who I'm talking about. You know exactly who I'm talking about. You let these guys in and we can go back to appreciating that baseball has arguably the best Hall of Fame in all of sports. And we should be celebrating that and celebrating that history. But there's a bunch of writers who want to pretend that a certain history never happened. Anyways, that's it. God, it's a slow off season. Start signing. Scott Boris, your boys have to get ready for spring training. What are we waiting for? My goodness. Every episode I've done. Well, hopefully next episode, by you know, by the time this episode uploads, a bunch of the guys will sign. Nobody signed. It's been like a month. And we're running out of time. So uh, come on. Let's start signing Hall of Fame. Alex Rodriguez. Top 10 player ever. Top 10 player ever. Not Hall of Fame. Whatever. Bye.